0: This CKNW podcast for AIM Medical Imaging, home of AIM Medical Imaging full-body MRI scanning. A family history of medical issues is nothing to ignore. Book a preventative screening at aimmedicalimaging.com. You are
1: connected with Mike Agarbo and Andy Barrar. Thanks for tuning in today's show broadcasting live across Canada on the Chorus Radio Network and, of course, online around the world. Got a fun show today. Later on in the hour, we'll be going open line, as we always do. Uh, It's my favorite part of the program. I know it's yours as well, Andy. Uh, We'll also be talking with our friends, uh, the Fix Me Stick guys. We'll Mm -hmm. have uh, Andy uh, on the show. And uh, it's going to be interesting because they were just on Dragon's Den, that really popular CBC show where you go and pitch your business or business idea to these wealthy uh, individuals to see if they'll invest in your company.
2: It's funny. I was talking to them earlier in the week because they were telling, they were, they were trying to notify me that they'll be on on Wednesday. And so I'm like, at one point I was curious to see what the, to know what the results were, but they wouldn't tell me. And they're like, no, you got to watch it. And so I even put it into my calendar. I got to watch Dragon's Den, and it was an excellent show, so I can't wait to uh, talk to those guys.
1: It was so fascinating, yeah. and uh, again, we've got uh, Marty, one of the co-founders, on uh, the show coming up, and uh, he'll be talking about the whole experience and, and what happened, mm-hmm. uh, so stay tuned for that. A lot of us uh, have lots of tech in our homes now. Uh, you know, As the years go on, we start collecting things like old computers and especially more and more so laptops. I I actually have several laptops in my cupboard. <laughs> yeah. And, and even I think at work right now we've got like laptops in our cupboard that we just don't use anymore. We have
2: I know downstairs in our little storage area we have a lot of old laptops that uh, you know each year they're just new ones coming out so we do have old ones from like four or five years ago then and they still work but we never use them.
1: What do you do with old technology? You know, we've talked many times about you know taking them to different uh, recycling depots and stuff. Uh, you know, London Drugs can help you out with those kinds of things too. Um, but there is another way. On the line right now, we've uh, got uh, Rima Tavares. He's the executive director at Skies the Limits Youth Organization. Thanks for uh, joining us today, Rima.
3: Thank you so much for having me.
1: So, tell us what your organization's all about and uh, what you can do with old laptops.
3: Yeah, so we provide um, youth across Canada with refurbished laptops. Um, The youth are generally about high school age. Um, Some of them are just going to college for the first time, and some of them are a bit younger, but mostly high school. Um, And we focus on refurbished laptops because um, there's so many around, and uh, it gives them a second life, and it gives youth um, the option to have access to technology that they wouldn't otherwise have.
1: Is there a big need for this?
3: you'd be surprised actually you know we think a lot about Canada as having um, a high penetration of technology um, across the country but there are some pockets that actually have very little uh, access and um, or not very good access I should say as well so you know 10-year-old desktop that barely works that still has dial-up. So, you know, we're really trying to make sure that youth have access to the technology they need to actually, you know, prepare for the the jobs that they will have in the future.
1: What do people have to do to actually work with you guys? Uh, You know, how do they donate a laptop?
3: Yeah, well, there's several ways. I mean, the easiest way to, is to just contact us. We're very friendly people, and so we're always, you know, <laughs> encouraging people to call us. <laughs> uh, we also, you know, you can contact us through our website, Um, or they can get uh, to us through Compugen. Compugen is one of our partner programs, our uh, organizations, and they actually refurbish the laptops for us, and um, they're located across Canada as well. So, But, you know, the easiest way is just to send us an email, even. Um, we're very, yeah, we're very open to having people contact us, and it's very simple. We'll, we'll cover the shipping to have the laptops uh, shipped to us or to Compugen, and um, you know you get a tax receipt as long as the laptop is in good working condition. So there's a little bonus at the end as well. I think that's
1: probably the good thing about a lot of these laptops. They might seem old to us, and that's why we're not using them anymore because we've got a shiny new one, but uh, they're still quite capable of running most of the, the, the programs and Internet sites that are out there today.
3: Exactly, and that's the thing. I mean, most of these youth who don't have a computer at home, um, this is a huge thing for them. I mean, you can't go to school these days without a computer. I, I don't remember the last time, um, you know, I went a day without using mine. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you, it makes you think about um, how much you need a computer in life and what you would be without it.
2: Rima, what do you do with, when you were talking about refurbishing these laptops, like, if it's like, say, th- four or five years old and it say it was running Microsoft XP, would you put XP on or would you guys change the laptops and turn them into like Chromebooks, for example?
3: Um, well, we do a number of things. Uh, right now we're using Vista, so we're, we're not at XP anymore. We kind of graduated from that a few years ago, but Microsoft actually has a great program that's, um, if I remember the acronym MARS, I think it is, Microsoft Authorized Refurbishing something. Anyway, and so they give us great prices for um, the licenses. And so we put new licenses on every computer so that the kids, you know, have access to the latest, well, nearly the latest Microsoft technology so that they can use it at school and that work. But we also use, we take advantage of freeware as well. Um, Sometimes we'll use IBM Lotus Symphony. Um, What else do we use? Um, The free Microsoft um, virus Detector thing thingamajig? I yep. can't remember the name of it at the Security moment. Security Essentials. Yeah, we, we take yeah. advantage yeah. of both. Yeah. Thank you. That's a, <laughs> thank you. Uh,
1: if, if people don't have old equipment, is there other ways they can work with you guys?
3: Absolutely. Um, one of the things that uh, we love for folks to do is to actually go to their work and, you know, inquire what they do um, with their old laptops. So, you know, if you work at a big business or even a smaller business, to ask the IT department, um, you know, what are we doing with our old laptops and how can we help, um, you know, ship them off to the Sky's the Limit? Um, and, of course, we're, you know, a registered Canadian charity, so donations are always welcome as well. We will never turn that away.
1: <laughs> Very cool. Um, and so what is your website that people can go to to get more information about this?
3: Yeah, so www.stl, like Sky's the Limit, online.org, all one word.
1: And how, old's too, how old is too old
3: Uh, We try and make sure that they're still working um, and that they have wireless capability, so that the kids can use them for as long as possible. You know, we hope that they can take them to university. So we try and make a cutoff of about uh, six, seven years. It tends to kind of be too old. But, you know, within the five-year range, that usually tends to be just fine.
1: Very cool. Well, good luck with uh, this program.
3: Thank you so much, and thank you for having me.
1: Rima Tavares uh, from Skies the Limits, where you can donate uh, old laptops. For students in need,
2: I think it's an excellent program. It's hard to imagine going through school now without you know using computers. Oh, you so can't. It's pretty much impossible now. And yeah,
1: it's funny. I remember back in my day, a couple of years ago, <laughs> 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 um, people didn't use computers. Yeah, I mean, people still writing pens and paper. And I actually had a computer at home, and that was a cat's meow because I could just type all my stuff in and then
2: print it out nice. You know, if I had to go to school right now, if I was a student, I would be carrying one of those like ultra books around and just not even write anymore. Put everything into a computer because then you have that search capability later on. Yeah. So as long as you know what you're looking for, you can find it in search. Well, if you do that with like a traditional uh, notebook, it's kind of hard. You have to remember what page you had uh, all your notes on. So it's a great time for being a student.
1: We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we will be talking uh, with our friend Marty from Fix It Stick. It's the little stick you uh, put in your laptop or computer to get rid of bad things, Mm -hmm. viruses and malware, when everything else has gone to hell. Uh, They were actually just on Dragon's Den, and we're going to find out what happened. It was a pretty cool story. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with the Get Connected boys. Mike and Andy here. Later on, we'll be going open line, so stay tuned for that be taking your tech calls and questions. Right now, we want to uh, get one of our friends on the phone, Marty Algar from uh, Fix Me Stick. How you doing, Marty?
4: Hey, guys. I'm doing well.
1: Uh, I wanted to get you on the show because I, I saw your spot on Dragon's Den. Congratulations. That was a, a pretty excited, exciting segment. A very quick one <laughs> <laughs> as well. Uh, for the listeners out there, we talk a lot about Fix Me Stick. Uh, it's a little USB stick that you can put in your computer and will uh, get rid of all the, uh, the troubles <laughs> that you might have. It's, uh, it's almost like a, a fire extinguisher for uh, after the fire has started. Yeah, and
2: it's a lot different than antivirus. Antivirus kind of protects you from getting viruses. Fix-me-stick is what you do when you already know you have a virus and you're trying to clean it off. It's one of the easiest ways to remove viruses off your computer. And uh, Marty, I watched it as well. Uh, tell us about the experience of uh, going on Dragon's Den
4: the it was a it was it was a new experience for us we when we showed up at the studio um it was a they they keep it pretty raw so the producers there had never never heard of us never heard of our product and um it felt like we we essentially met with the producers they got a handle on 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 what the fixed music looked like so they knew they could sort of capture it on film well and then they kind of spun us around three times and pushed us out onto the floor in front of the dragon. So it was a, um, it is a, it, it is an unscripted environment. And, um, it did take us, uh, a few seconds there to, um, to get over the, the shock.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny. They made you wear capes. What's, <laughs> what was that about? No, I think that was yeah. their decision. Okay.
4: Yeah, the capes, I mean, we, we, we were assigned a producer to, um, to, to sort of work, to, to, um, to prepare for the show. And, I mean, we, we, um, we really essentially followed her advice um, to a T, and so uh, she recommended that we don't try and do anything silly. Um, that's not the kind of product or the, the kind of company that we have, um, and that uh, we should just go out there and um, and tell our story. And as a little as a little angle or a little something to take the the serious edge off, a couple of computer programmers on stage talking about internet security. Uh, so just a little something to take that edge off was she came up with the red capes and um, it's, it's worked out well. I and mean, if you like, if you like being made fun of about wearing a red cape, it's worked out great.
1: <laughs> so what was amazing was like within, it seemed like seconds after you did your pitch, uh, I think there was a couple of questions, but all five dragons were in, they all wanted to invest in your company.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I was a, I mean, I remember the moment and it was, um, I, it, it, it was a, it, we didn't, we were We were kicking aback. We didn't know what to expect, and um, we, uh, it was it was great to have all five interested in, in, in working with us. Uh,
1: it was interesting. you guys had to then go back in another room and decide which ones you wanted to work with. And I, I don't remember if it was you, Marty or your partner. You're like, maybe we undervalued the company.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that, that popped into my mouth back there in the rat room was, oh dear. I think we undervalued this, and so um, but we uh yeah, that's right we we, we, we had to go back and, and think it over, and you know it, it's tough because we are on one hand we, we have to make a real sort of serious decision in terms of who are we going to sort of go forward with on the other hand, um it's all being taped, and so we can't yep. um, and so we can't uh, we can't necessarily um really uh dig into the details
1: no there's no private conversation back there is <laughs> no. There?
4: There is no private conversation back there.
1: <laughs> so uh, you ended up going with uh, Arlene and uh, Chilton there. Why did you go with them? Um,
4: we we, went, we we chose them on the show. We've got a they're they're both fantastic communicators, and so we felt that they would really bring that sort of dimension that we're um, lacking or sort of where, um,
0: where where we're weaker,
4: they're stronger. And, uh, and so that was the, um, that was, the, essentially what it came down to. I mean, you know, we didn't, we didn't have forever to make the call, but that was the, the call that we made. And, um, actually Bruce, you can see on the show how Bruce is, they sort of capture, uh, they capture Bruce's, uh, dejection or, 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 sort of frustration with not getting the deal. Yeah. And, um, he, he, uh, Dave Chilton came around back after the show and said, Hey, Bruce, uh, Bruce wants in and um and he's in. so we essentially cut it three ways instead of two, and we're working with uh, Bruce, Dave and Arlene.
1: That's so funny because I was watching it. and so you picked uh, you know Arlene and Chilton there. I thought, should have picked Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the, internet, the internet
4: guy, yeah. The thing is is we've got internet skills.
1: yeah, so yeah, that,
4: that, that was uh, that was the strategy, but yeah, I mean Bruce is great, so we're, we're, we're thrilled that we're, we're working with him.
1: It's funny uh, with O'Leary there. So uh, what happened? I think you guys were offering up twenty percent of the company for uh, five hundred thousand um, dollars. O'Leary basically chimes in, and says he's in, but he'd give you five hundred thousand uh, dollars, but as a loan, like a nine percent uh, interest loan. Why didn't you go yeah. for, with that? You know,
4: it, it was a. There's nothing wrong with that offer, and and I think that if given a given a a, a pad and paper back there in the rat room and a little more time to think it over. Um, there's, not, there's, there's nothing wrong with that offer. I mean, um, I think the, uh, what it came down to was we had to make a call and we, we just we went with the, the two people who we felt like would be great spokespeople for our company as well.
1: To basically help you sell more product uh you know it it just brings the whole thing up you know to running a business is it hard to you know sell these things like get it into distribution and all the retail programs and and what have you
4: it's one of the one of the um that what we've learned about this business is that or our our business or the computer accessory business is um retail stores are 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 awesome for this and so despite the um the online retailers capturing a lot of a lot of news and a lot of press. I think people in the industry know that uh, the real action still happens in the stores. Uh, that's where uh, the majority of people, um, Canada and the U.S., still prefer to buy physical goods. And um, to their credit, to, to the retail stores' credit, um, it is it is a it's a it's a competitive but fair it's a fair competition in terms of the products that sell get to keep their spots on the shelves, and those that don't. Uh, don't. And so um, there's really, what that leaves is sort of the third the third sort of leg on the chair or, 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 or part of the strategy then is um, advertising and promotion. And so when we started our company, like founder and I are both, as you know, uh, engineers by trade um, and uh, the, the, the promotion and advertising is not our our home base or our, our natural ability. If you told me two years ago that I'd be on, on TV sort of pitching my product, uh, I would have laughed uh, hard and so um, that, that's really where um, Dave and Arlene are, are going to be able to help and for us um, where it's going to make a big difference. And the, um, the, uh, sort of being in the stores and doing well there, uh, that's going to be up to the product um, and the, uh, the quality and the experience and the support that we're able to provide our customers. But in terms of building the awareness and, and, and so that people know that there is such a thing as a fix-me-stick, I mean, it's a, new, it's a new brand. It's a new, a new kind of a product. And so um, for us, uh, it, it, it's going to be key.
1: Well, I, uh, I super enjoyed the, the segment, and we uh, love the product as well. We talk about it all the time on the show. I've used it numerous times to uh, save laptops and yeah. look beyond repair. So I, I wish you guys the best of luck, and uh, you know, hope to have you on the show uh, in the future sometime soon to hear how everything has gone.
4: I appreciate that very much. We've got great, great support from Get Connected. Great support from uh, from London Drugs, one of our our earliest and and best supporters. I'm a huge fan. Uh, Andy, I saw your post about the CEO of London Drugs uh, stepping aside and handing over an awesome company, and so um, I can't say enough about that company. I love working with them.
1: That was marty from Fix me Stick. You can uh, check out their stuff online, of course, you can also go into uh, a lot of retail stores uh, across the country that have it uh, as well.
2: I know we always direct people to go to London drugs because uh, you know it is hard to remove these viruses, especially not tech savvy What I love about this one is it's so easy. you just put the USB stick in, reset the computer, and it does all the work for you so it 's one of those Fantastic advice is because it just works.
1: I know. It makes me look like a rock star. And
2: it does. So many people have brought their laptops to the office, and you just reset it and walk away. Yeah. And you come yeah. back, oh, it's fixed. Yeah, let
1: me have a look at this. <laughs> <laughs> stick the little fix me stick in. It's, uh, it's all good. I'm going to open up the phone lines because we want to take your tech calls now. We're uh, your on-air tech support going open line here after the break. 604-280-9898. Again, 604-280-9898. And one eight seven seven. is the toll-free number. You are listening to Get Connected, brought to you by our friends at London Drugs here in the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. It's a new year. Started off right by Working Smarter. Sign up for GoToMeeting by Citrix, the powerfully simple way to meet online. With GoToMeeting, you can get together with clients and co-workers whenever you need, no matter where everyone is located helping you increase your productivity, improve communication, and you can cut back on time and money wasted on unnecessary business travel. It's so easy. You sign up at gotomeeting.ca and launch your first meeting in seconds. Anyone can join from their computer or with the GoToMeeting app on their mobile device. They'll see your screen on their screen. So you can collaborate on documents, spreadsheets, and projects in real time and turn on your webcam to see each other face-to-face in HD video. It's something that we use all the time for Get Connected and connecting with our clients no matter where they are across the city or across the continents. Start the new year with a free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting. It's easy. Visit GoToMeeting.ca for your free 30-day trial. That's GoToMeeting.ca. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio today. We're going to go open line, taking your tech calls and questions. Here's the phone numbers. 604-280-9898. Anywhere else in Canada, 1-877-399-9898. Give us a call. We'll help you with any of your uh, computer, smartphone, home stereo questions, uh, or give you buying advice uh, as well. Uh, a couple of quick things here in the news uh, as well, uh, Andy. Uh, Google bought Nest. yes. I don't even know if people know what Nest is.
2: It's one of the coolest tech products. Like, you know, we talk about the connected home. This was one of the first products. Basically, it's a smart thermostat. And it works with uh, your mobile devices like iPhones and tablets. And what you can do is monitor your temperature at your home remotely with, uh, with the Nest thermostat. It works for essential heating because when this first came out, I was really interested. I wanted to try it out. But my house has electric baseboard heating, oh, yeah. and unfortunately, it doesn't work for that, so uh I wasn't able to to install it, but anybody with central gas heating, the nest is gonna save you truckloads of money if you start using it because you know there's no point in heating your house when you're not there. yeah, and with this, you can actually schedule it so that it also learns right and it and it learns your behavior and it yeah. tells you how much money you're saving as well. so it's really. Really, a smart thermostat.
1: But they also made uh, a smoke detector slash carbon monoxide detector as well. Yes,
2: that's their latest product. Now, the guys behind this who designed this, it's the designers of the original iPod at Apple. And so they left Apple to start this. They basically said, you know what? Thermostats haven't changed in like twenty years. Let's go and redesign it. And due to they've only
1: been in business four years.
2: Only for four years, and they got sold for three point two billion dollars.
1: Yeah, they got screwed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. A lot of people. Three point two billion dollars. Four years. What am I doing wrong? I know.
2: I know. We gotta. We gotta make a connected device for uh, for the home, Mike. One, one interesting thing was that Apple didn't purchase it, and a lot of people thought that that would have been better because initially they were working for iPhones and iPads, and I do believe they work for Android now as well, but Google wants to lead the way of the connected home, and it's going to be a race to see who can, uh, who can do that.
1: I wonder what Google will do with it. I mean, they're just trying to get into so many different things. Obviously, they've done well on uh, internet search. You know, they did a good foray into smartphones with Android. Yeah. They're killing it there. Uh, can they kill it in the home? Is the question, right?
2: Well, we're seeing all these different devices now. And essentially, you're going to need some type of universal platform for everything to run. And Google wants to be like wants to be that, uh, that platform. Of course, Apple, I guarantee, is going to get into this as well. But they're going to do their own thing. Instead of buying a company, they'll probably design a product and introduce it to the market. I think that's why Apple didn't buy Nest and Google did. I'm
1: going to go to the phone lines here. 604-280-9898. We've got John on the line. Hey, John.
2: Hi, I was just curious. um, I have a Samsung
4: S3 uh, smartphone, and um, I was just wondering. uh, I've been having a a challenge just trying to transfer my iTunes library from my Mac computer onto it. It just, you know, every time you sync it, it does nothing. I did my own research and tried to find apps that would work as a go between between the two, but they just haven't been successful. I was wondering if you can give me just a bullet really nice answer that there's a miracle thing out there that can <laughs>
1: be
4: compatible with these two systems
1: yeah i wish there was a miracle uh, app or software have you tried double twist
4: no i haven't tried that one
1: yeah um when i was using a a samsung for a while i, I used double twist it's kind of almost like um an itunes for android so essentially you can uh, point it uh, at your your library and it will do its best to import uh, all of that iTunes music goodness into its uh, interface and it, it's kind of very similar to itunes as far as the look and feel and and how it works so uh, i would have a look at that and see if that's something that could potentially work for you i know you're a samsung uh, or sorry an android guys or anything that you've come across
2: well there like he was looking for apps mobile apps to do that yeah. what i think you need to do is go and look for software for your computer uh, that will actually take that library and then make it so that you can use it on your Android device. Because Apple's really smart about this. They they moved everybody's music libraries into iTunes, and it's like the Hotel California. You can check out, but you can't ever leave. Yeah. And so, like, all your content is inside there. And but a lot of people are moving to Android, and that migration from the Apple ecosystem to Android has always been tough and if you don't know what you're doing, it can be very stressful. Yeah. But they are they're software. I can't think of any on the top of my head, but I remember switching over and, uh, and doing that, and thankfully, I'm totally out of iTunes now. I actually want to go back to WinApp. Do you remember WinApp?
1: Oh, they're, they're back, baby.
2: They're still, they're still around, and it was the best media player ever. No, they
1: got bought. They got bought. Chad is in the control room going, no, they're dead. Yes. They're dead. They were bought by America Online, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, recently, America Online said, we're killing Winamp. Winamp used to be the best music player out there. Uh, I forget the name of the new company that just bought them, and are bringing them back. They're bringing them back. Yeah.
2: Oh, I think I know what I'm going to be doing this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Winamp. That for years I used it, especially during the early Napster days. That was the yeah. first, like, great you know music player for for PCs. Yeah.
1: So, John, you know it's tough. There's no magic bullet there. Have a look at that double twist program. Uh, that seemed to work best for me as far as trying to get all that music and uh, stuff out of iTunes. Uh, but, you know, the other route to go as well is just uh, s- streaming subscription services now. Yeah. Um, even for me, like, I, I use a, an iPhone, and I don't even really use iTunes anymore for my music. I have a, a subscription to RDO, also Songza, and I use that on my phone. It gives me access to, like, 20 million songs. It's 10 bucks a month and i can get it everywhere and if i want i can even uh load songs onto my iphone uh to store locally as well if
2: i want yeah another thing i've been doing is storing music in dropbox and if you ever want access to it you can still stream it right off your your dropbox account so you nerd (laughs) i know it's total nerdy but i'm the same with you mike i never put music on my phone right now it's mostly streaming and if it's not streaming you're using paid subscriptions like audio to find music you want
1: Bill, how you doing? Hi there.
2: Yeah,
0: um, so that's great that uh, somebody is recycling laptops in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, what about recycling right here in our own beautiful city of Vancouver?
1: Yeah. You know, there's uh, is it Free Geek that we it's yep. Free Geek,
4: and yep. I'll tell you what we d- we will take every electronic. We will take them back. We will rebuild what we can rebuild. If we can't, then we donate that to other nonprofits for free. And. We also take laptops. We rebuild those. We have a we have a, uh, a, a thrift store. If you want to come in and buy a desktop, they're about sixty bucks. And if you want to come and buy a laptop, they're about a hundred, maybe two hundred dollars. And I've been running my old bell. It was five years old when I bought it, and I've had it for five years now. So it's a good thing right
1: here, eighteen hundred block Pandora Street. Thanks, Bill. All right. Well, I guess he is from Free Geek. <laughs> <laughs> we've
2: we've actually moved a lot of old. Oh tech my products. god,
1: yeah! Because as you can imagine, with our show, our TV show and stuff, we get tons of stuff in, and over the years we've collected a lot of stuff, yeah. and we make Free Geek runs all the time, yeah. and they have just been fantastic. You can take any kind of electronics down there, and they just they recycle it if they can refurbish it and sell it. You know, uh, you know that's fantastic. Yeah. If not, they. They deconstruct it and make sure that all the relevant parts go to the right
2: places. What I like about the Sky's the Limit uh, youth organization is that you know that that laptop is going to go to a youth that needs it. They're going to pay for the shipping. They're going to fix it up and give it to, somebody, uh, to a, a youth that can actually use it for school. So it kind of gives you a peace of mind or you can go the recycling route. I know London Drugs as well will take your electronics um, if you want to drop it off over there.
1: We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, more of your calls. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here in the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. Line here on Get Connected. Give us a call, 604-280-9898. 1-877-399-9898 is the toll-free number. We must have a contest today.
2: Yes, we do. We're giving away a video digital microscope. So this is, this is cool. I got to explain it, though. Basically, it's like a little microscope, but it has an LCD screen, and you can see what you're zooming into. And it has up to 200 times zoom. I used this uh, the other day on a, on a little microchip. I just wanted to see like the, you know, the capacitors and the resistors, and it's so cool. You can get a perfect image of it. Can you record it? And it can record right onto an SD as well. So it's really good for hobbyists and people that for the like... scientists in all of us. Yeah, for the little geek and scientific geek in all of us. Go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com and hit on the contest tab to enter and win. Of course, we have a whole bunch of other contests that are always open. Every week we have a new contest, so you'll want to go and see if the other ones are open and enter those as well. That's getconnectedmedia.com.
1: Going to jump here to the phone lines again. We got Peter on the line. Hey, Peter.
0: Hi, how are you? Good. I wonder if you have any uh, comments on Google Music. I, I personally like the service a lot. I, I know it's pseudo blocked here, but it's relatively easy to make run.
1: Yep. Any thoughts there, Andy? Yeah. Andy?
2: So, so Google Music is only open to the U.S. and but and you can't get it in Canada unless but unless you have uh, a U.S. credit card. And there's different ways to do that. You can get those pay pay as you go credit cards and kind of bypass that. One of our editors on our show, Mike uh, Paul. He actually uses Google Music, and it's fantastic. He's moved all his libraries onto Google Music, and the rest he can find on there as well. It is fantastic. I just don't understand why we in Canada don't have that service. I think it has to do with licensing issues because the U.S. and Canada— Does it have, work? Basically, it's just like streaming music, except yep. it's all within, uh, within Google's platform. Okay. So you can go just to a website. You can move your entire collection into the cloud and then play it off Google Music and it sorts it. It does all that stuff that you would expect in something like iTunes yeah. but it's a web interface based and of course you can use it, the Google app and then play it off there too. So it's like having your own cloud of music but the ability to jump into other clouds as well.
1: And yeah, Paul, our, our guy, uses it.
2: Yes, he's a big Android guy and he he found a way to to work around that by getting a, a US credit card. Something I want to do as well. I just haven't got I haven't got that far yet.
1: I'm going to jump here to uh, Kevin in Calgary. Kevin.
0: Hi, how are you doing? Good. Good. Listen, I've got a brand new MacBook Pro. Yep. Um, <clears throat> the way it was set up with the old MacBook, um, I had a uh, external monitor connected to it and my, uh, my book running Time Machine Backup. Now, I've connected that to the new MacBook Pro and uh, won't boot.
1: Oh, the, the MacBook I... won't boot or...
0: Exactly. If I unplug the uh, HDMI cable running to the external monitor yep. and and the MyBook, it will boot. Um, but when they're both plugged in, uh, no way.
1: Weird. <laughs> that is very weird. Okay. Um, and have well, you tri- that's
0: what I thought. That's y- why I'm calling you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: hate computers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Me uh, too.
1: <laughs> yeah. So have you tried unplugging one or the other as well?
0: Sure have, yep. And same thing? Exactly, yep they both have to be unplugged as soon as i plug one or the other in it will not boot it it won't even power up
1: and so uh you had an older mac you're saying did you basically um uh use time machine to uh make that new image on your new macbook yep sure did yeah yep. any thoughts or
2: any i'm stumped I, I'm st- <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of stuff you expect in pcs yeah. not not in macs
1: yeah you know what, we'll get uh, your uh, your name and number there and see if we can get one of our uh, Macaholics uh, <laughs> on the team here. Graham, if you're listening, yeah, <laughs> wake up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we can figure that one out. But yeah, you know, it's just weird sometimes. Um, what he's saying basically is he got a new Mac. He's hooked the same stuff he had on his old one, um, a, a hard drive, an external hard drive and a monitor. But when he hooks them in, uh, the computer won't boot up. Yeah. So there's always just some sort of software hardware conflict going on. What he's done is he's taking, um, he's backed up his old computer onto that hard drive yeah. and then taken that image and put it onto his new one. So he's got all the same settings and everything. So some somewhere those settings are causing a conflict.
2: Exactly. One thing that, would be interesting to try is try another macbook on there and see what happens if it's going to have that kind of a problem but it's really you have to nail where the problem is the settings
1: from the old you might be like
2: they're just two different versions from so far that they're not they're having problems communicating with each other
1: yeah so you know in those situations i always you know make sure that uh on the new one there i've updated all the stuff on there like all the uh, software updates and what have you to see if there's any issues there, the video card updates. and Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you've probably done that. But, again, we'll get your name and number and see if we can figure something out off air.
2: Yeah, I'm sure we can. Uh, during sometime this week we'll, we'll, we'll be able to figure it out. Congratulations.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you stumped un- us. Un- <laughs> stumping us. We've got, uh, is it Ali? Yes. Uh, hi, how hi. are you? Good, how are you? Good, what can we do for you?
5: Yeah, uh, actually, I had a difficulty with my old computer, you know, I took it to the London drug, they rebooted for me, but still I had a problem. So I purchased a new computer, Yeah. and the computer came with a Windows 8, and uh, I started, uh, you know, uh, using, but it was very hard for me. I'm not a computer you know, <laughs> a specialist, but it was very hard for me to work with a Windows 8 because I couldn't figure it out, how do I work? Yeah, and is there any solution in any way I can, you know, learn how to work with the Windows 8? Because I decided to return it, you know, back to the uh, shop because it, it, it was really hard and uh, you know time-consuming for me.
1: Yeah, it is uh, different, isn't it?
5: Yeah, it's totally different. I have uh, you know my Windows XP my Home Edition, and it is really easy to work with. Yeah, I'm really happy, but. I mean, eight, You know, I I spend one and a half hours like, to figure out how I can check my email, yeah. how I can how I can you know sign up from my email. That that's, that's really uh, bothering me. Is any solution any way I can learn it? You know, to quick or uh, is it hard? Well, I I went to that another you know store I purchased and I talked to the guys and he said, yeah, it's not only you. It's a lot of people that have this difficulty. Yeah, that's right.
1: Uh Yeah, I mean, if you read online, a, a lot of people have been having a hard time. It, it is definitely different than all the Windows that have been you know, in the past 10 years. There's no question, and that's one of the challenges that they're having. They did recently release Windows 8.1. It's a free upgrade to try to make it an easier learning curve, but it's still kind of the same thing. Well,
2: what... Windows 8.1 update will do is allow you to boot the computer into desktop mode. So basically, you will have that familiarity of the desktop. And if you want, you can always jump back into the tile interface. But this Windows 8.1 will make your life much easier. uh, It it is a big learning curve.
1: Or you can purchase Windows 7 and... and Yes, they'll install. still
2: be they'll still be supporting Windows Seven. I know Windows XP is going to start losing it's going to lose support this year, but Windows 7's up. You fantastic. can always
1: install Windows Seven on it and get rid of Windows Eight. A lot of people have been doing that. Yeah. We're gonna have to take a break when we come back. A couple more calls. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by and Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. Hey, you're back with Mike Agarbo and Andy Barrar here on Get Connected. Contest one more time.
2: We're giving away a Digitech Video Microscope. This is a microscope that actually has an LCD screen allowing you to view whatever you're magnifying on, and you can also save and record that onto an SD card. Go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com to enter and win. And, of course, we have some other contests that will still be open, so you'll want to enter those as well. I
1: was trying to unlock my wife's uh, iPhone before she went down to, the, down to Seattle this weekend. Yeah. And... Uh... It's so, so much easier now, but you have to be with the carrier for three months. Like, the phone has to be with the carrier for three months.
2: Yeah, and I think they'll unlock it as well. They will,
1: yeah. So you phone, and it's 50 bucks. The problem is, um, of course, I left it to the last minute. Yes. Uh, I think she's on Rogers. So, number one, their unlocking department apparently doesn't work Saturdays. <laughs> they work every other freaking day except Saturdays. And then on top of that, um, she had a problem with her iPhone 5. And about a month ago, she'd had it for like nine, 10 months. And so we went, uh, and got it replaced at uh, an Apple store or somewhere. And, uh, so when I phoned in with the new number for that particular unit, they said, well, you've got to have that going for three months. Oh, I'm like, but, but (laughs) we've been customer for 10 years Yeah, and Uh, We had the other iPhone for, you know, like eight or nine months. Yeah. No, you got to have that one for three months. And then we need the paperwork from Apple. It just didn't make it an easy process.
2: You know, when we went to CES, I had to uh, unlock my phone. I totally forgot it was locked because we were going to... I did too. I
1: (laughs) I I was driving down to Bellingham and I forgot... To unlock it, but yeah. uh, I phoned and they were able to do it.
2: Well, I did mine on Android. I just went to a website, said I wanted to do it. I oh, think yeah. I paid like 12 bucks. got an email. It's the thing with Android. It's so easy. Yeah,
1: it's so much easier. Yes. iPhones is not easy.
2: I told you. You I've have to
1: have the carrier to do it.
2: Apple's a hotel California <laughs> of
1: but, tech companies. Uh, But it's cool that the carriers will unlock them for 50 bucks now. Yeah. Which is, you can save a truckload of money. That's all the time we have left for Get Connected. want to thank Chad on the controls and Andy Brar, my producer and co-host. Mike and Andy logging off. We'll see you again next week.